say this time. Scammels, and uh, we're visiting. We're out and about. What a magnificent day! And Andy from the Flurio has been kind enough to say hello, and I welcome you, my friend. And thanks very much for giving us the chance to have a chat about lots and lots of cricket. Hi, Peter. How are you going? I'm good. I've got uh, Dean and also Barat who'll be swinging forward and having a yarn in a moment because they're lovers of cricket as well. But I hasten to add, how many cricket bats have you got here? Just a rough idea of the collection that you've been so full on for for lots of time, I presume. Well, I've been collecting for about 30 years and uh, I've most probably got about 80 or 90 cricket bats, maybe about 70 signed and the rest are just unsigned bats. How do you collect them? Oh, I buy them through auctions in the UK, private collectors, eBay, and you know places like that, Gumtree. Mm-hmm. Why cricket? Uh, just my passion. It's all started from the World Series cricket in 1977, oh, and that okay. all took off from there. So do you go to see the cricket very often, and how do you collect your bats now? I used to go, but hadn't had time lately. Mm-hmm. But I just buy them online. Uh, there's auctions in the UK, uh, in Melbourne. Adelaide at Scammels, I buy bats from there and items. It's interesting too because there are that many games of cricket and that many forms of cricket that are going on around the world. Is test cricket still your passion? Yes, sure is. Yep, The five-day game is still my passion with, with a red ball and sometimes a white ball and pink ball. Mm. All right, well, we know now that it might be easier to get access if you go to the Adelaide Oval. You might see someone with a bag of gear and they might have a couple of bats and you might be able to negotiate to get access to one but what about for those take us back through history then where you're able to get access to some of those autograph names etc that go back a long time well you just as i said you you got to go to the auctions go through the catalogs see what's in there see what's for sale um and people when they get older they move on in life and they have and the family auction off their items as like autograph books, old yep. bats, um, all, all types of cricket memorabilia. How do you know that it's authentic? How do you know that the bat that you've got with an autograph on the bat is the real thing? Well, I've been collecting nearly 30 years and uh, you've got to do a lot of research. Mm. Uh, you've got to go on into the internet and compare it to other bats, other items on there, other signatures, and uh, that's what you do and just take a punt. <laughs> yeah, I've been fortunate enough uh, with Dean and Barat to have a look at some of the bats who still look as if they're in pretty good nick, even though you're talking about what, 60, 70, 80 years old. Yeah, the reason why they're in good nick because they've been stored out the sun, they've been left in cupboards, and uh, that's the main thing. You must keep the sign bats out of the sun and store them in dark areas, or like I have here, in cabinets where the sun doesn't come into the room. Yeah, and the bats are one thing, but you've got caps and you've got, as we did suggest, one of the World Series cricket helmets, you've got gloves, you've got a massive array, plus a few photographs, so you've got just about everything covered. Yeah, I try to cover most things, mainly Australian, but I like to just buy stuff that I'm keen to to look at, and uh, if I like it, I buy it. If I don't like it, I don't buy it. Andy, is it a whole new world out there? Have you bumped into a lot of people who are after the same bits and pieces that you are so that it can become quite competitive? It's sort of dying out cricket memorabilia, unfortunately, in Australia. Um, There's a lot of people not buying it as much. Why is that? I think because of the COVID and stuff like Mm. that. And um, I think AFL football is more collectible in Australia than cricket. So it's mainly in the UK. And the Indian market is opening up in India. It's coming very big over there. Mm. 
Uh, let's just say now you had the chance to give your three two-in-ones as to your favourite, second favourite and third favourite before I talk to Dean and Barat. What have you got for us? Uh, my favourite would be the Don Bradman that I've got. That's pretty special of mine. Yeah, which year are we talking about? That's uh, in the 1930. It's a spare oh, bat. Well, yeah. uh, that's my favourite. Most probably my second favourite would be uh, Kim Hughes's 19, uh, Kim Hughes's baggy green cap. That came from the 82-83 series in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one would be most probably a bodyline bat. I've got a bodyline bat signed by the bodyline teams. Okay. Now, the interesting thing that you're talking about, what you've got access to, which is really important, are you still continuing to look for the elusive bat from somewhere? Yes, I'm still trying to find bats from the early 1900s, 1905, 1909, and before the, the turn of the century uh, in the 1800s. So, but they're very hard to find, and I just keep searching. Now, a controversial one before we go to Dean and Barlat. We've got a women's cricket team that is absolutely breathtaking. Just, uh, I think, 23, 24 in a row victories, another one to New Zealand during the week. Do you collect women's bats? No, I don't, but I watch their cricket. I love watching mm. the women's cricket and women's sport. It's fantastic, but I don't collect women's memorabilia at the moment. Most of my memorabilia is pre-1960s. Yeah, well, you've done really well. It's quite, uh, quite incredible. And I have to say one thing now, because this tugs at our heartstrings, the sad loss recently of Eric Freeman. Unfortunately, Eric passing away and leaving his beautiful wife, uh, Di. You knew him pretty well too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I knew Eric very well. I've known him since about 2004. Um, yeah, he's a great guy, and uh, unfortunately... Uh, passed on last year true enough now we're mentioning scammels because this is a segment that goes uh, on our podcast with scammels and scammels have got of course their app that is available if they had a look or if anybody had a look on the app would they see anything that you've got here are you selling anything no i don't normally sell a great deal of items if i do i sell privately to collectors or sometimes on ebay but not normally sell at auction houses at all i buy from auction houses but not sell through auction houses. Okay, you've got to put the kettle on now. Thanks, Andy. Thank you for the interview. Now, Andy's, uh, now wait a minute, what's Dean got here? Dean now heavily disguised as DK Lily. <laughs> uh, Dean, you're welcoming us to say hello to Andy, and Barak's here as well. Yes. Your, your cricket uh, journey it takes you from place to place, and it's brought us to a, a treasure trove. Yeah, it's beautiful. He's got a lovely collection, uh, Andy, hasn't he? Lovely collection. What about the one there that you've yeah, got hold of and you want to let go? This one is that I actually sold this one to him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was sold to me, and I, I'm not a click, cricket collector, so I offered it to. Uh, yeah. It's actually the the combat uh, aluminium bat, one of the type that Dennis Lilly yeah, used yeah. in that uh, that test in England. We look at a lot of uh, the cricket memorabilia, Dean. That's about, and we mention, of course, Scammell. And if you want to jump on Scammell's app and have a look at what they've got to sell to sell. There's a lot of football stuff here as well, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, no, he's an all-round collector, this man. Mm-hmm. I know him and uh, know him well, and he's, he's an all-round collector, and he's always looking for a new angle. And so uh, I was looking, going to look at these tennis rackets that were there, but they've gone. Oh, he's he's yeah. uh, sold those. And so when we came in before, did you rush to a certain spot and think, yeah, I really need to make sure these bats are still here? No, it's, it's not my collection, so I just enjoy looking at it like everyone else. A lot of photos here too, and a lot of photos of netball, of cricket, of, uh, of there's some sheep over there, I don't know what they're doing, but it's an indication of someone who has a massive passion 
and is enjoying what he's doing very much. That's right. No, he, he loves sport. He's played sport. He's, his uh, family plays sport and he just enjoys sport. So, mm -hmm. And collecting is uh, the icing on the cake, isn't it? So where did you meet him? Oh, I met him a long time ago. I used to buy. I used to uh, uh, do Bradman. I frame Bradman things that were signed mm -hmm. and uh, do a, set those up very well. And uh, he bought a few of those and somehow he found my phone number and contacted me and uh, we formed an association. He bought a few more things from him, from me and uh, we've been sort of solid friends since then. Uh, Andy said that his favourite is probably the Sir Donald Bateman bat in the early th uh, 30s. Yes. Now you haven't had a massive chance to have a look at everything but have you got one there that takes your fancy? Well, I, I, I like these aluminium yeah. bats. They've got a story and, you know... A, a, an interesting side story to what uh, cricket's all about. True enough. Now, we've just got to walk for a minute because Barat, as usual, has disappeared just before we start our interview. So Barat is coming over now to say hello. Thanks very much for hanging around and being oh, here. Sorry, what's your How good's this? I know. I just found someone more interesting than you and Dean to chat to, who just a good, <laughs> good host, Andy. And nah. Treasure trove, you called it. It mm. is a treasure trove, and like you know, you're talking about, um, you know, a bat which is 160 years old. That's <laughs> crazy, yeah. right? Like that's how far back cricket goes. That bat mm. is like 20 years, or at least 15 years before yeah. the first Test match was played. So, yeah. it's just, in mm, I know the word incredible has already been overused today, but um, yeah, it's just fascinating that someone would be interested in all this, and also the way it's been kept. Like yes. you know, it's it's yes. been it's been kept as a treasure. And you get some sort of indication, my friend, as to the passion that people like Andy have for their football team as well, because it's not just cricket memorabilia, yeah. there's football stuff as well. Absolutely, yeah. You see some of those Guernseys on the wall or even some of the pictures and mm. uh, and just little things that, mm. that you know, uh, kind of sum up not just um, someone's passion for a team, but just for the sport. Mm. And the fact that... Uh, and I've always believed, Walshi, that... Uh, sport and nostalgia just go hand in hand yeah. like you know a lot of people you and I know in our lives remember their lives or recall their lives through sport you certainly do through Hawthorne mm. I certainly through do through cricket and to actually but then but at times you can't really uh, it can be intangible like you know you can't really mm. but sure it's like you know he uh, with all the things that he has here and I'm sure this is just an appetizer I'm sure he has a lot more yeah um, you can see that how you can bring it to life, really, that nostalgia. Well spoken. There's so much to look at, and uh, we appreciated Andy welcoming him into our, our residence here for him to show us around, and it was good stuff. And Scammels, of course, uh, lots of stuff available on their app, and that's where you should be looking. You should be looking for the memorabilia men who will burst into song very shortly. Indeed, I have downloaded the Scamels app, and we heard Andy spoke about uh, speak about um, the Scamels um, app as well, and yeah. how he's bought a few things from Scamels. But like, yeah, uh, the bat I spoke about, and also just looking at the gloves from the Bodyline oh, no. era. Imagine like wearing those and having to face Harold Lavo trying to <laughs> smash your <laughs> fingers and your head off. <laughs> just amazing. And oh, no. yeah, at the Memorabilia Men podcast, yeah, the, you guys seem to be very regular with this. It's good. It's yeah. again available on all podcast podcast platforms wherever you get your podcasts. Mm, and we are in the car with Dean later on, so well, we'll pause on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barra. <laughs> thank you, Andy, and thank you, Dean. Thank you, Peter. Thank you.